Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for May 27th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Leveling Up with the Word. Why? Because I believe that this is a season for us to level up. I mean, like for real, for real, that God has declared some things over the season, over 2021, that God has declared that this is a season of new levels. God announced it. Heaven declared it. And so when, when God says something, when you hear a sound that is coming from heaven for you, for the earth, and you believe that this is a season that we're in, whatever the season is, there are different times and seasons, different levels and stages. When you hear and or discern that there's a, a certain season that's made available to you, that there's something, there's grace that's being announced from heaven, that means that heaven is saying the grace is available, but then you have to tap into it. You have to tap into it with your faith. God provides everything for you by grace, unearned, unmerited, undeserved. And then your response is not grace. Your response is faith. By faith, we receive what God has already provided. And so with that said, we've been looking at leveling up with the word, we, leveling up with the word of God, going back to the word, going back to the Bible, reading our Bible. Yes, you've been walking with God for a while and maybe you stopped opening up your Bible. Maybe because you have your Bible on your iPad or your phone, you feel real comfortable with it. No, we, we got to go back to the word. Got to go back to the word, get the word down in our heart and then meditate and medicate on what God is saying day and night. We're going back to that. If we want to level up, we are going to level up with the word. All right. So that said, I've been teaching a series about uh, the parable of the sower. This is the mother of all parables, right? And so this is in Mark chapter four. We've been walking our way through the parable of the sower. I'm going to go back to it again today. The title of today's message is actually a, a continuation of yesterday. Yesterday, I shared a message entitled, I don't give a care. And you need to go back and watch that message if you have not watched it already. Well, the title of today's message is I don't give a care part two, right? I just want to keep flowing in this same vein. So let's get into it. Mark chapter four, verses 13 through 20. The Bible says the farmer is like someone who takes the word of God like seed and sows it down inside of people. Now, sometimes the seed falls along the path. Those are like the people that hear the word of God, but their understanding is unfruitful. And because they don't understand what the, what the Lord said, then Satan can come immediately and snatch away the word that was sown in their heart. Now, other people are like the seed that's planted on rocky ground. And these are the people that hear the teaching. <laughs> they quickly and gladly accept it, right? You know, they say amen to the pastor and all of that, but they don't allow the word of God to go deep into their lives. They keep it only for a short time. As soon as trouble comes, persecution comes because of the word. Word, then they're quick to give up. Now, we've already covered those two grounds. We're on the third ground. These are the people that are like thorny weeds. Uh-oh, thorny weeds. They, these are the people that hear the teaching. Yeah, but then their life becomes full of other things, the cares of this world, the love of money, everything else they want. And so now their life has become full of other things. And these other things are like weeds. And so now the seed is in their heart and the seed, and the, the seed of the word is trying to grow, but their heart is full of other things. And these other things are like weeds and those things are growing. And then the weeds choke out the seed and it, and it stops the word from working and it doesn't produce a harvest in their lives. And then other people are like good ground, say good ground. We're going to get to good ground eventually. Other people are like good ground. They allow the word to work. The word will work if you work the word and just give it the space and the time that it deserves. And so the word works and it produces a harvest, some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. And you and I, if you're watching today's word, it's because you are after 100 fold. You're after 100. You're going after 100 fold. Say amen to that. All right. So 
Uh, let me just say this is real funny. Uh, before I get into the message, I drove uh, uh, Ethan to school yesterday, my eight-year-old, and he was listening to today's word. And when I got to the point where I said a hundred or one hundred, something like that, he said, dad, let me just tell you something. I said, what? He said, don't think that you're cool just because you said hundred or 100 or whatever that was. So anyway, kids will keep you humble. All right. So let's get into the word. So what does this mean for you today? I'm flowing in the same vein uh, as I was yesterday. Uh, I have, let me see, four things to share with you on this morning. As I get into these four things, I want you to rid your heart and your, and your mind of all distractions. Four things. Number one, here we go. You ready? Let's get into it. I don't give a care. Number one, it's your mind. So you have to take responsibility for it. And you know what? I, I, I don't know. It's like, like people like to blame other people. You, you know what I'm saying? You ever met these people that like to blame, oh, is this happened? Or it's, it's the man or it's the world or it's the government or it's, it's people that like to just blame other people and they don't take accountability or responsibility for their own lives. And, and, and as it relates to your mind, it's your mind. You have to take responsibility and accountability for it, especially when you're dealing with mental health challenges. And I know that 2020 wasn't easy. I know that people are still recovering from a lot of things and and COVID made it hard. I got it. But it's still your mind. Like, it's your mind. You have to take accountability. You have to take responsibility. If you're stressed out, you have to you have to make a decision that I'm not going to God will allow whatever I allow. So I'm not going to allow that anymore. Say amen to that. So you get to choose what you meditate on. You get to choose what you medicate on. You get to choose. It's your mind. You get to tell it what to think about. You do. So you you get to filter out thoughts that starts in your mind from God, from yourself, from Satan. And you get to choose which ones to receive. You get to choose which ones to reject. Right? You get to choose. It's your mind. Stop blaming other people. It's your mind. It's time to take control of it. If you meditate and medicate on the promises of God, then listen, the word is going to work. The word is going to work in your life. However, if you choose to meditate and medicate on cares of this world, worry, fear, doubt, unbelief, problems. I mean, like if, if you think about good, I've told you this before, the job of your feelings is to amplify your thoughts. If you think good thoughts, doggone it, you're going to feel good, right? If you think bad thoughts, you're going to feel bad. And if you think bad thoughts for an hour, two hours, two days, Two weeks. If you just sit there meditating on something bad, when something bad happens, don't you think bad things happen to everybody? Bad things happen to good people. But children of God, we don't have to meditate on those things. If you sit there meditating on it, if you sit there thinking about it all the time, if, you, if you're taking on the cares of this world, then what's going to happen? The cares of this world are going to choke out the power of the word and the word is not going to work. This is very clear in this parable. You you can receive the word of God over and over and over again. Go to church Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday night after Wednesday night, and the word not work because your heart is full of other things. You have too many weeds growing in there. If you want to control uh, your heart, if you want to control what's going on in your heart, you're going to have to control your mind, right? Because what's going on in your heart is a direct connection to your mind. It's your thoughts. You are allowing things. This is why you can't, as a born again believer, you can't watch everything. You can't listen to everything. Whatever goes through your eyes, your eyes are a gate to your soul. Whatever goes through your eyes, gets down in your heart. Whatever goes through your ears, you can't listen to everything. Whatever goes through your ears, gets down in your heart. And so what, what's going on through your eyes, what's going on through your ears, what's going on in your mind is happening in your heart. So a disciplined mind leads to a heart where the word of God is free to work. If you want your heart to be 
free of weeds, you're going to have to take control of your mind. Now, if you don't take control of your mind, God will allow whatever you allow. God will permit whatever you permit. So don't blame God. Don't blame others. It's your mind. You have to take accountability and responsibility for it. And the church said, amen. Number two, your life is constantly producing something and you get to decide what your life is going to produce. Let me say that again. Your life is constantly producing something. Your life, you are giving something to the world on a daily basis. That's one of the, the reasons why I, I thank God for today's word. I appreciate that God called me to do this and that I've been doing this for 24 years because I remind myself all the time, I'm giving value to the world. I start my day by pouring into others. I start my day by giving God an offering. And so then when I go do whatever I do after I'm done with today's word, I know that I've already added value to the world. Your life is producing something. You always producing something. Now, whatever you fill your mind with, is going to impact what's going on in your heart. I already made that connection, right? Whatever is, is, is in your heart, let me, let, me, let me flow. Whatever's in your mind is going to fill your heart, right? Whatever your heart is full of is going to come out of your mouth. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? So whatever's in your mind gets down in your heart. Whatever's in your heart comes out of your mouth. And that's why I told you faith has a language. Fear has a language. I can hear faith. I can hear fear. I can hear. And so I know what's going on in your heart. You know, you know why? Because your mouth is telling on you. Your, whatever, whatever in you abundantly has to come out of you eventually and your mouth is telling on you. And so your mouth tells everybody what's going on in your heart. All I have to do is listen to what you're saying and the words that you speak, the way you say, oh my God, you know, I don't know about this. Yes, I know what's going on in your heart because your mouth is telling on you. And so, so garbage out is only a result of garbage in. And so if you're speaking fear, doubt, unbelief, if you're speaking stress, worry, cares of this world, then that's what's going on in your heart. And, that, and that's because you don't have a disciplined mind. You're allowing these things in your mind. It's filling up your heart. Now it's coming out of your mouth. <laughs> that's not a good thing because whatever you're speaking from a believing heart, if you speak fear from a believing heart, that's going to happen. If you speak faith from a believing heart, that's going to happen. Your legs will never take you where your mind has never been, but some people just meditate on bad things all the time. And so you cannot allow the cares of this world to fill your heart and fill your mouth and then think that you're going to, Live an amazing life. That's not going to happen. Whatever you think in your mind, you're going to speak from your lips. Whatever you think in your mind and you fill your heart with and you speak from your lips, you're going to experience in your life. That's, the, that's what you're going to produce. So the thorny ground is full of weeds. And because it's full of weeds, what is it producing? Weeds. The only thing that their life is producing is weeds. It's producing stuff because you're always producing stuff, but you're, you're the type of person that's producing fear, doubt, and unbelief. You're the type of person that when, when people see your name on their caller ID, they don't want to answer the phone because they know that the only thing you're going to talk about is problems. Your, your life is full of the cares of this world. Oh my God. Have you seen the news? Oh my God. Have you seen this? Oh my God. Let me tell you what happened. Oh, you got a minute? No, I don't have a minute. I don't have a minute for none of that stuff. No, I don't have time for that. I'm not going to allow you to just take your mess and dump it on me. And so uh, unfortunately, people that are like that, they're always looking for somebody to throw their garbage on. No, as a believer, you got to surround yourself with people of like 
precious faith. People that you are full of the word and they're full of the word. Glory to God. And when you talk to each other, you're building each other up. When you talk to each other, my God, you're, you're edifying them and they're edifying you. you. The Bible says, let no corrupt communication proceed from out of your mouth, but only that which is good to the use of edifying, building up that we may minister grace to one another. You're talking to somebody and I'm ministering grace. Grace is coming out of my mouth. They're ministering grace. Grace is coming out of their mouth. Boom. And we're ministering grace one to another. So your life is always producing something. Your life is always producing something. So, but it's only going to produce what's in it. So garbage in, garbage out, word in, word out. You have to, you have to give yourself a steady diet of the word of God. And if you do, eventually, eventually watch this. If you stop filling your heart with mess, and you start filling your heart with the word and you give yourself a steady diet of the word of God, then eventually the word of God is going to overtake the weeds and the word of God is going to produce. And you know what that's called? It's called the renewing of your mind. The day you were born again, you were born again. Your spirit was born again, but your mind was not. So your mind was not changed. Listen, let me be very clear about this. Your mind was not changed. So your mind has to be changed and it has, and it happens incrementally as you renew your mind with the word of God. The day you were born again, you were a new man, but you were still living in an old body and you were in need of a new mind. So the day you got born again, you were born again in your spirit. But you need to get saved in your soul. It's the salvation of your soul. Your soul is comprised of your mind, your emotions, your will, your thinker, your feeler, your chooser. The more word of God you get down in your heart, the more you think and feel and choose and make decisions like God. Say amen to that. All right. Number three, God is simply looking for you to work with him. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, God wants you, God wants you to become the man, the woman that he destined for you to be. And he's looking for you to work with him. So when you decide, and when I say decide, I mean like a firm decision. When you said, you know what? That's it. Brother Pena, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm done living my life on my own. I'm done making dumb, uh, dumb decisions. I, I'm done living. It. That's it. I'm going to be a man of God. I'm going to be a woman of God. I'm going to live. Okay, fine. When you get to that point where you decide like for real, for real, that that's it. I'm going to, I'm going to live my life in accordance with the word of God. And I'm going down this path to renewing my mind. Then God is like, finally, now I can work with him. Now I can work with her because you're giving God something to work with. But if you choose to live your life on your own, if you choose to fill your heart, with bad things and meditate and medicate on the cares of this world, the worries of this world, doing your life on your own, living your life on your own terms, then watch this. Let me be very clear about this. You are a free moral agent. God will stand by. He loves you, but he will stand by and he will watch you ruin yourself. Uh, now he'll talk to you, be like, hey, son, you don't have to do that. Hey, daughter, you don't have to do that, but he will not override your decisions. He will let you do. Why? Because God will allow whatever you allow. God will permit whatever you permit. And so if, if you live this way, I'm, I'm giving you a warning. You're going to get to, maybe you're, if you're born again, you're born again. You're still going to go to heaven, but you're going to go to he heaven only to realize that you wasted the one life God gave you. So there's nothing God can't do through a person who submitted to him right? There's nothing God can't do through you when you say, okay, I'm yours. Here I am, Lord. I, I'm, I'm an offering in your hands. But God won't do anything through a person that refuses to submit. God won't do anything through a person that refuses to cooperate. For God to operate in your life, you must cooperate with him. He, God doesn't need your ability, but he needs your availability. He, God has all the ability. He could do whatever he wants. He could do anything through you, but he's looking for you to avail yourself to him. And if you do, God is more than capable of doing things through you. It would be far beyond anything you can ask or think or imagine. 
But this is why meditating and medicating on God's word is so important. Because if you take on the cares of this world, the worries of this life, uh, and you meditate on that, then you're choking out the word. You're not giving God nor his word any space to work. But if you say, okay, Lord, now I'm here. I am. Look, everything I am, everything I'm not, it's yours, Lord. You use it. Okay. Now God is able to do things through you and he will give you the words. He will perform the work. Why? Because you made yourself available to him. Number four. And finally, as I close for today, um, your life is greatly impacted by your decisions. I need to be very clear about this. God is a father who wants to teach his children that they can make wise decisions. Why? Because at the end of the day, your life is a grand sum total of your decisions. You are where you are today because of the decisions that you made yesterday. You will be where you will be tomorrow because of the decisions that you make today. So your decisions matter. It's really that simple. If you make godly decisions, you're going to get godly results. And if you don't, you won't. And and it's it comes down to that. So your decisions matter. So let me be clear about this. Faith is a choice. Look at me. We're, we're called and commanded to walk and live by faith. Faith is a choice. Fear is a choice. Rest is a choice. Worry is a choice. You choose to worry. You choose to take on the cares of this world. And if you do, and you choose to take on the cares of this world and the worries of this life and fear, doubt, and unbelief, and these things are going to choke out the word, then God is going to be like, look, I love her. I love him. uh, But I'm standing by. And as soon as they're ready to change, then I'm ready to work with them. But God will not override your decisions. God has made you a free moral agent. The whole earth works on this system of sowing and reaping uh, cause and effect, the free will of humans. And so if you decide that you're going to live a life full of fear, doubt, and unbelief and worry and care, then that's your decision. But I'm telling you, you're wasting your life and you need to stop. (laughs) And you need to stop now. All right. So if you, but if you create an environment, So let me say it this way. The parable is teaching us that the word works, but the word has to be sown in an environment that is conducive to the word working. Now, who has to create that environment? You do. Let me be clear about that. Who has to create that environment? Who has to clear out the weeds? You know, who has to go get and and put uproot those, those weeds? You do. Who has to make the, give the word, the, the space that it deserves in your heart? You do. And so when you do, it's your heart, it's your mind. When you stop feeding yourself on the cares of this world and you start feeding yourself with the word of God, now you're, you're on the path to basically cultivating and renewing your heart so that you can give the word the space and the time that it deserves to work. So at the end of the day, you have a choice this morning as I close. You can choose to set your mind on the things that are above. Remember like the thermostat. You can choose to meditate and medicate on God's word, or you can choose to medicate and meditate on the things of this world. You could, you could live like a mere human. You could just be focused on on all the things of this world. You can be consumed uh, by the things that are happening on the news and, and you can, you can just meditate on that. And that could be part of your conversation. And you get on the phone and you post it on Facebook and you text your friends about it. Go ahead. Or you can choose to set your mind on the things that are above. You only have one life. God gave you one life. You can set your mind on, on your purpose and you can say, you know what? My, my feet are bound to the path that God established for me from the foundations of the world. I, I only have one chance and one shot at this thing. So I'm going to be focused on becoming the man, the woman that God called me to be. 
Uh, Brother Pena, don't you care about? Yeah, listen, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. Do I pray for the world? Of course. Do I pray for people that are going through different things? Absolutely. But I'm not going to be consumed by these things. I'm consumed with one thing. What's that? Becoming Brother Pena, becoming the best version of myself, becoming the man that God called me to be. I just want to get out of me everything that God placed in me from the foundations of the world before I die. That's it. Success is very simple for me. Find it, follow it, finish it. So I want to discover it, your purpose, developing it, your purpose, deploying to your purpose, and then get it done before you die. And so when I die, I don't want to die because I'm sick. I don't want to die because I'm old. I just want to die when I'm done. And when I'm done, I don't care what age it is. When I'm done, God says, okay, now you can graduate from earth to glory, from time to eternity, from mortal to immortality. Come on home, son. Why? Because you're done. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You did what I sent you to this planet to do. But guess what? You are not going to be able to, you won't hear well done if you fill your heart with the cares of this world, with the worries of this life. It's time to make some changes. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up my life in 2021 by giving you and your word priority over everything else. You call me to do things I can't do, Father. You call me to operate in realms that are beyond my ability. And you are poised to work through me. So I give myself over to you. I am available. I am available. You are able. And we work together. I will not allow the cares of this world to keep me from your best. I will not allow the worries of this life to make me live like a mere human. I clear my heart of all the weeds. I give your word the space to work. And it does what it does in my life. I don't care. I don't give a care. I live by faith. My faith accesses your grace. And I become who I was born to be. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up, put in your email address. There's a big red subscribe button, put in your email address there. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, go into this day. Don't, don't allow the cares of this world to, to fill up your heart, fill up your mind, because then it's going to fill up your mouth. And every, your mouth will tell on you and then everybody will know that you're full of the cares of this world and your word will produce, but it's not, I mean, your life is going to produce, but it's not going to be producing what you want it to produce. So if you want to produce the fruit and you want your fruit to remain, that the, the godly fruit that God sent you to this planet to produce, you got to fill your mind, fill your heart with the word of God. I love you. God loves you more. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.